2020 has been a year like no other. Everything we know, everything we trust, and everything we've come to rely on has changed. So how could we expect the U.S. election to be any different? Mainstream media are telling us the race is over. Biden won. Time to move on. Nothing to see here, folks. But in your gut, you know something's just not right. From the strange patterns on election night, to the weeks of suspense, to the reports of fraud that evaporate faster than Biden's memory, it just doesn't add up. Stay with me, and you'll see just what's going on behind the scenes in this election, and why the greatest threat we're facing right now is not an invisible enemy invading our bodies, but one that's invading our country and our minds. Welcome to Man in America. I'm your host, Seth Holhouse. Let me ask you, how do you know what's happening in the world right now? How do you know what's going on in this country? Or even your city? I'm going to go out on a limb here and assume you probably turn to mainstream media, which includes social media. Perhaps you watch Tucker in the evenings, or read New York Times Sunday morning, or check Facebook on your lunch break. So how do you know what's going on in the U.S. election? What did you think on election night when historically red states and battleground states were stalled while blue states were immediately called for Biden? Or when Fox called Arizona with so many votes still out, of course, for Biden? And how about the late night ballot dumps that were somehow all for Biden? And the batches of pristine mail-in ballots also all for Biden? And then there were the burst water pipes and the power outages and the computer glitches and issues with Sharpie pens and lost USB drives that somehow all favored Biden. And then we have the hordes of dead voters, once again, all for Biden. The dead people really did vote for Biden. I fact-checked it. And what are the odds that all the last-minute changes to our election process and voting laws, in the name of COVID, also favored Biden? And how about all the counties with more votes than eligible voters, or where they got more mail-in ballots than they even sent out. In Pennsylvania, they sent 1.8 million mail-in ballots and got back 2.5 million. And last but not least, we've got Dominion, the voting system with ties to socialist Venezuela that was programmed to manipulate votes for Biden while sending our data to China, Iran, and Russia. And when the system crashed because of the Trump landslide, key battleground states simply decided to stop counting and head on home. When has this ever happened before in U.S. history? This is just the tip of the iceberg. Every one of these reports should be serious grounds for investigation. Thousands of poll workers, postal workers, election officials, and honest Americans, both Republican and Democrat, have come forward with photos, videos, and firsthand stories affirmed by sworn affidavits documenting massive voter fraud. Social media has been flooded with them, yet mainstream media keeps asking, where is the evidence? Once everyone is gone, coast is clear, they are going to pull ballots out from underneath a table. Watch this table. 
Do you see the gentleman in, in the red? He said he just pulled one out. So wh what are these ballots doing there, separate from all the other ballots? And why are they only counting them whenever the place is cleared out with no witnesses? Where is the evidence? Uh, I'm here with Elliot right now at his wedding, and we were taking the trash out, and I wanted to show you guys what we found in the trash can at um, St. Anne's, which is a polling place. Donald Trump. Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. 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 And there's and there is more, there is more ballots, there's a lot more in ballots trash inside can. that trash. But we will we will say we did find one Biden. Where is the evidence? Can you calculate how 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 much of a vote that accounted for for Biden and how much for Trump? Close to six hundred thousand. I think our our figures were about five hundred and seventy some odd thousand that uh, all those spikes represent over time for Biden. Correct. And how much for Trump? I think it was a little over thirty two hundred. Now hold on. Didn't they just drag us through a baseless four-year witch hunt into Russian election interference over far less evidence? And isn't it their job to be digging for evidence? Wouldn't Nixon have gotten away with Watergate if the media didn't dig for evidence? Not only aren't they digging for it right now, but they're burying it in a giant game of whack-a-mole, along with their comrades over at Twitter, Facebook, and Google. Of course they had their fact-checkers debunk everything first. These arbiters of truth who have more conflicts of interest than flavors of ice cream in Nancy Pelosi's freezer. <laughs> Even President Trump's tweets are so-called fact-checked and censored, and his press conferences are interrupted and cut off. Okay, so here we are again in the unusual position of not only interrupting the President of the United States, but correcting the President of the United States. Think about what this means. The President of the United States of America is being censored by U.S. companies. This whole thing reeks of corruption. And not just corruption, but treason. It's such a joke that I'd be laughing if it wasn't so serious. But it is serious. Because let's assume for a moment that just a fraction of the fraud reports are true. If mainstream media and social media didn't let you see or even talk about them, how would you even know? Think about it. If our election was stolen and our government was overthrown and yet they kept it all hidden, how would you know? If mainstream media can completely control public opinion and the flow of information, including from our president, does the truth even matter? What if I told you that every single one of our mainstream media, including Fox, is being used as a tool to manipulate public opinion and steer the outcome of the election? Perhaps a year ago, you might have called me a conspiracy theorist. But considering we've all been living in the twilight zone lately, you're probably starting to realize that anything's possible. Just try to wrap your head around this. How did the media so accurately predict the long delays in counting votes and the red mirage before the blue wave? And why did they spend months downplaying the risks of mail-in ballots while sowing the seeds that Trump would claim voter fraud and refuse to concede? Do they have a crystal ball? Why did Hillary Clinton tell Biden not to concede under any circumstances all the way back in the summer? You know, Joe Biden should not concede under any 
circumstances. Why did they spend the last four years using every possible tactic to undermine Trump's presidency in the most relentless smear campaign the world has ever seen? And why did every single mainstream media rush to coronate Biden and cement him into the public mind? Now do you understand why he told voters, I don't need you to get me elected? I don't need you to get me elected. It never mattered that he hid in his basement all summer. It never mattered that only five people turned out to his rallies. And it never mattered that he couldn't even string a sentence together. It never mattered that the majority of Americans chose President Trump on November 3rd. And it doesn't matter that their fraud is more obvious than the stains on Monica Lewinsky's dress. Because when you control every single channel of information, nothing else matters. Right now, big media, big tech, big government, and even celebrities are blanketing us with the narrative that Biden won, while censoring all evidence of fraud and concealing the very real truth that our nation is facing its greatest threat since the American Revolution. Because as our founding fathers knew all too well, the moment we no longer have free speech and a free press to keep the government in check, we no longer have a democracy. I'm gonna level with you now. Anyone who has escaped communist China, Russia, Cuba, or North Korea can see the writing on the wall. In 1963, the communist goals to overthrow the United States were entered into congressional record. They stated, capture one or both of the political parties, infiltrate the press, gain control of key positions in radio, TV, and motion pictures. After this election, it's pretty clear these goals have been achieved. And the more you look into it, the more you see that all roads lead to China, or more specifically, the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP. Guess who owns the majority share of Disney, which includes ABC and 20th Century Fox? The CCP. Guess who owns a massive chunk of Hollywood, including AMC theaters and legendary film studios? You got it, the CCP. Guess who pays millions of dollars to mainstream newspapers, including the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times, to publish their propaganda? The CCP. And guess who's given the Biden family billions of dollars? Yes, the CCP. Now do you see why Biden is the media's darling? On the contrary, who's been the biggest thorn in the CCP's side? Who stood up to their abusive trade policies and slapped them with billions of dollars in tariffs? Who dismantled their stranglehold on manufacturing and brought American factories and jobs back home? Who stopped the pillaging of U.S. intellectual property? Who put serious penalties in place for violating religious freedoms? And finally, who had the guts to call a spade a spade and rightfully point a finger at the CCP for concealing a virus that has crippled our entire world? President Trump. Now do you understand why they hate him so much? They've been coming after America, coming after you and I for decades, and their plan was basically complete. That is, until President Trump got in their way. Right now, we're in a battle for our republic. The enemy is already inside the gates, 
Even those we thought we could trust have turned on us. They're not fighting with guns and bombs, no, but with words, ideas, and narratives. Because what they're fighting for are our minds. In 1956, communist leader Khrushchev said, We will take America without firing a shot. We do not have to invade the U.S. We will destroy you from within. I hope you can see now that the invisible enemy is communism. And the most deadly virus is the Chinese Communist Party. It sneaks into a country through the vices of corrupt politicians, businessmen, and people with power and influence. It rips through cities and towns, bodies and minds, leaving no stone unturned, no soul untouched, and a trail of death and destruction in its wake. It sows its seeds by convincing us that lies are truth, evil is good, and hatred is love, that division is unity, and that our enemies are each other. Man versus woman, rich versus poor, black versus white, left versus right. It takes root when we feel helpless, afraid, and alone. It erases our history and slanders our forefathers and teaches our children to hate themselves, their families, and their country. It ridicules our beliefs, undermines our values, and attacks our way of life. It even demands that we kneel down in shame. But we will not be ashamed. It can't pull the wool over our eyes anymore because we know who we are. We fought to escape tyranny. We bled to end slavery. We revere the brave men who died to secure our freedom. We welcome people of all races and religions. We love our neighbors. We help the poor. We cherish our families. We work hard for what we have. We unite in times of hardship. We know good from evil and truth from lies. And we know that our rights don't come from the government, but from God. And we will fight to the death to protect those rights. The time ahead is critical. We, the people, need to call upon our president to defend us from enemies, foreign and domestic, and uphold his oath. For the time being, we still have free press and free speech at our fingertips. But if we don't grab hold of them now, we'll lose them forever. Independent, honest media companies like OAN, Newsmax, and the Epoch Times will guide us out of the darkness, while mainstream media will only drag us further down. It's time to stop giving them our money, our attention, and our minds. Unlike their Facebook pages, unsubscribe from their emails, unfollow them on Twitter, delete their apps, and stop visiting their websites. Support the countless patriots who've gone through hell and high water to get this information to you. Like their content, subscribe to their channels, share their videos, spread their message, 
Stop using Google search. Google is censoring every result and robbing you of your right to know the facts. Start using DuckDuckGo and compare them. You'll be shocked. Get off Twitter and Facebook and switch to Parler. Join millions of patriots who have already turned their backs on these toxic companies who dare silence our voices. Join the millions of patriots who are standing up and rallying across the country, demanding justice and rejecting communism. Our enemies snuck in during the night and tried to use the media to lull us to sleep while they stole our country. But instead, they awoke the sleeping giant. We see them for who they are now. And they'll never be able to fool us again. They tried to trigger a great reset, but instead, they triggered a great awakening. We will not look back five years from now and tell our children that we did nothing as our nation was stolen. We will tell them that we fought for and won our freedom just like our forefathers in 1776. America is the last bastion of freedom in the world. We are the only remaining threat to the CCP virus. If we fall, the world will fall. But we will not fall. It's time to stand with our founding fathers and to invoke the power of we the people and the power of God. We are the Patriots. Join us.